Welcome back to Let the Wookiee Win, an unofficial Star Wars podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ian, and across from me, as always... I am Jay Adams. How are you, everybody? Yeah, how are you doing, Jay? Not too bad, man. It's been a couple weeks since we saw each other. Yeah. I had, I had some camping going on last weekend. I saw uh, the pictures. The it looked very serene. Uh, man, I, I didn't realize how much I needed the, the, the days off. So, four days uh, by the beach, just uh, drinking Bud Light oranges and just <laughs> enjoying life. So. That sounds fantastic. But it's good to be back. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, I'm actually about to be doing that in uh, two weeks. I'm going down to Florida for the weekend just to nice. just do some relaxing. Yeah, go to Florida in the middle of the summer. That's smart. So anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a long story. There's a reason I'm going, yeah. but we're not going to get into it on the Star Wars podcast. <laughs> anyway, for those of you who have not watched the show before, this is a show by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. We're leaving the negativity of hating the Last Jedi out. Because not all of us hate The Last Jedi. Exactly. So it's more just a me thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, I, I will, I, the, uh, it's actually funny on our other show on Fridays, Geek Team and Weekly. I, I guess I had a bit of a stressful Friday and I took it out on The Dark Knight Rises. It can happen. It yeah, can happen. it totally happened. But um, yeah, so welcome back to the show. Really excited. We got some good stuff to talk about this week. Um, and we and, actually, uh, we've joined the digital age here. We, yes. uh, you know, we kept saying that we wanted to, uh, the fans to be involved and, uh, you know, with ideas and stuff like that. So we have an email address, we have a Twitter, we have an Instagram. Uh, the email address, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, podcast at gmail.com. Nice and easy. Woo-hoo. And uh, both Instagram and Twitter, we get uh, wookiepodcast2000... What is it? No, just <laughs> Wookie Podcast. Yeah, just at Wookie Podcast. Sorry. At Wookie Podcast. I'm not good with all this stuff, and I did this That's last okay. night and didn't know what I was doing. But yeah, Wookie Podcast, at Wookie Podcast, podcast for Twitter and IG. Sweet. Yeah, hit us up on there. Anything we talk about on the show you want to comment on, your ideas for future episodes, things you want to talk about, you've done some cool Star Wars stuff and you want us to see it, send it on over. Yeah, we love fan stuff. So, yes. man, I mean, I, I search that stuff on the internet all the time. So, if uh, I haven't seen it, send it to me. I want to see it. Yeah, abs- me too, because I'm not really well versed in the YouTube of the Star Wars of it all. Gotcha. So, you know, I catch the things like the like that uh, fight between the guy who did the reimagined fight between Vader and, right, right. and Obi Wan. Right, so that was great. Cool. We're that trying was, to that was huge. That was all over. We're trying to contact that guy actually to get talk to him. Oh, so, that's cool. So that'll be cool. But uh, as always, we're starting this week with our cast and crew member of the week. And honestly, I outside of George Lucas, I can't think of anyone who's more responsible for Star Wars and the look of it and the feel of it. Than Ralph McQuarrie. Absolutely. Um, he is the concept art. For those of you who don't know, he is the concept artist um, for the original films. Um, I don't know. Did he do many for the prequels? Do you know? Uh, I, I read that he, he was going to do some stuff, but uh, he kind of wanted his, his original work to kind of stand on its own. Okay. Um, and, I mean, McQuarrie, like you said, he's responsible for the look design. Uh, he designed Vader. He designed yep. what it looked like. He designed C-3PO. Yep. He designed R2-D2, all these things. And I never even realized it before, you know, starting to do some research on uh, on Mr. McQuarrie. Um, the Darth Vader helmet, I didn't realize it had a samurai Mm-hmm. Thing to it that that, that samurai, was one of that, the big that was one of the big things yeah. because you got to think Star Wars came from 
Lucas's love of Kurosawa and Seven Samurai right. and, and that kind of stuff. And, so I never, I mean, I I thought it in my head that that's what it looked like, but I never knew that's actually what he was going for. And, yeah. and, and it makes total sense. Well, I'm he, a big he, Macquarie fan. I have like all of the concept oh, yeah. books, and like I have that original drawing where C3PO looks more like the guy from Metropolis. Yeah, well, yeah, it's very, it's obviously based off of Metropolis, oh, but yeah. uh, um, looks looks so much like it. But yeah, it uh, he he's done some of it, and I didn't even realize he was the one that came up with the vent uh, the breath. Uh, the ventilator. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. So I mean, mm-hmm. he's so uh, that which is so iconic that breathing apparatus. Oh, so obviously. iconic. So and that was all because of, because of him because yeah. of his creativity. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got to think too. Um, oh, it's funny. Literally in this article, it says the robot from Metropolis that inspired Macquarie. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it looks like he actually he did the first three. He did the first three and kind of uh, had some fatigue even by the last one. Um, but this is interesting. He actually he did some work on Star Trek. Yeah, he did a show that uh, actually never even uh, aired. It got canceled before. He did some. Um, oh. It was I forget what it, I was trying to remember what it was called, but it was a. Uh, he designed a new uh, Enterprise really? that they they ended up never showing. Oh, the, the show is that never the got one done. that they used in Discovery? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So it was more. Gotcha. It was, uh, they say it was more like triangle based, kind of like the you know, and it reminded you know a lot of people of the Star Destroyers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's that one. That was him, oh. but it was for some show that never ended up. I didn't you know, know that. Never um, ended up coming Star up. Star Trek Planned of the Titans. That's what this says. Yeah. Did not make it past pre-production. That's interesting. Yeah, and that was, I mean, that was still early 80s, late 70s, early 80s at that. Yeah. Uh, so Star Trek. Was, 77, you know, it says. They saw that, you know, the Star Wars thing starting to go and uh, they wanted to, to do something. But yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty interesting. But. I mean, above all the work that he's done, all the amazing things that he's done, the guy is absolutely a total badass. The guy was shot in the head in Whoa, Korea. I didn't know that. He was shot in the head. He was a soldier in Korea, and he That's survived. Wild. And he came home and then became, you know, created some of the most iconic yeah. <laughs> images ever. <laughs> well, I think it's really cool, too. That I love when people, I love when, you. so you have people like, you ever, you ever seen the documentary Hodorowski's Dune? No, I haven't. Oh, it's fascinating. So basically, this guy Hodorowski, who did like Holy Mountain and El Topo, some really out there art house flicks, hmm. um, basically put together his version of what he wanted to do for a Dune movie. It's a documentary. I'd highly recommend it. But basically, this movie is the most influential movie to never get made. (laughs) There are things from this movie that are the reason we have so much other stuff from pop culture. Like, for example, um, I can't think of his name, but the guy who did the design for for the alien in Aliens. Hmm. Geiger. Yeah, Geiger. So Geiger, a lot of that stuff actually started from Dune and it kind of evolved oh, from wow. oh yeah is on stuff used on Dune there's so much stuff mm-hmm. in that movie but my point is is Ralph McQuarrie is one of those people well he may only had his hand in the first three films only had his hand in the right, first three right. films but his designs have continued to affect not just Star Wars but other pop cultures I mean he designed ships for Close Encounters of the Third Kind E.T. Um, the guy has Academy Awards up the wazoo for for Cocoon specifically, um, and then you look now at some of the stuff like Rebels and Clone Wars. A lot of his designs that didn't get used in the past made their You're way into back, those yeah. shows, and it's it's very it's very interesting. It's sad that he passed away, um, and that he kind of had fatigue because I would have loved to have seen more from him. Right. Well, I mean, he he created some of the most iconic 
creep, you know, uh, images that we've ever had, but also the coolest ones. Like Darth Vader just looks cool. So cool. At at he was responsible for designing mm-hmm. them. That is uh, is and always will be my favorite toy of all time because it he he realized that oh wait what do kids like they like dinosaurs and he made a big robot that looks like a dinosaur. Right. You know what I mean? It, it, it just stuff that is just so smart. Um, so genius that uh, you know will live will live on forever. Oh yeah. And actually, he was really responsible for getting Star Wars even made mm-hmm. because he he did the uh, concept paintings, and that's what George Lucas took to 20th Century Fox to to, right. to make. And based on those paintings and how uh, uh, amazing he made it look, that's what sold the movie. That's oh, what yeah. that's what got the, those movies made. Oh, I mean, you got to think he's the he's the, the original conceptual art of let's see, the Imperial Stormtroopers, Chewbacca, R two D two, C three PO, Vader, Han Solo, Boba Fett, Obi Wan Kenobi, Yoda, and back to um, and he did when when Luke was called Deke Star Star Killer, right. He did that drawing, that really famous drawing. I think a lot of people have seen it, the one where it's Vader and and what was Deke at the time with those really thin white yeah. sabers. I think that's a really iconic image for a lot of people who know Star Wars. Um, but, I, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's funny. Um, when they did, so episode three, if I'm not mistaken, no, not episode three, sorry, um, Rogue One. So in episode three, when they did Vader, it was very computer done, very symmetrical. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was really cool for um, for Rogue One. They went back to the original design, which is a little uneven. It's very mm-hmm. that's his that's his design. Yeah, it's and not I think symmetrical. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah, I like that. And also, I mean, which is another thing I never knew about him, but he has an action figure. What? Oh, well, so I know he did. He was General McQuarrie yeah. in Empire. In, in I Empire. think it was in uh, in two thousand and seven when they were redoing some of the toys. They actually made that's a General cool. McQuarrie How action cool. figure. Could you so. imagine? <laughs> I would love to have an action figure of oh, myself. That's, that's always been my you know from my pro wrestling career to my stunt career. Now I've just wanted to get into something, some project big enough to that that they'll make an action figure out of me. Well, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll have you voice one of the characters on the animated series. There Hopefully, we'll get you an animated series there you go. action it won't look, figure. It won't look like me, but that's fine. I'll know. I'll know. <laughs> that's all that matters. Exactly. Um, poor Jake Lloyd. <laughs> poor Jake Lloyd. Well, he's kind of he's kind of done stuff to himself. You know, he actually. So. so it's funny. I went to Columbia College in Chicago for a year, and he was there maybe four years before I was. And and people were still talking about some of the stuff that happened <laughs> while he was there. Um, well, it, but, that's a problem with being a child actor. Yeah, eventually you grow up. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's funny. I just finished. Did you watch The Boys by chance? Oh man, I was just talking to the wife. I gotta start. Gotta watching watch that. it. But Haley Joel, speaking of child actors, Haley Joel Osment's in that. Oh, no, and, and I didn't it's, know it's pretty that. awesome, actually. Nice. Um, but he plays a former child superhero star who is now. It's it's really interesting. It's very meta. <laughs> that's cool. Um, but I re- I really dug it. Um, but yeah, so Ralph McQuarrie, thank you. For everything. I know you're not around, but hopefully you're hearing this somehow. Um, And so we're going to move on to the next thing, which is, I I need to think of a better name, because it says this day in Star Wars, but that's not really, it's like, normally if you're doing a this day in, it's like, this happened on this day. It's really just Star Wars news, but whatever. Star Wars history, maybe. Yeah, we should start doing that. That We should totally start doing that. But so um, this is actually really cool. I'm quite, and it kind of actually gives a little bit of insight into how long this movie is going to be. I was thinking that same thing. (laughs) Um, So basically, John Williams' brother, Don... Don Williams, <laughs> you know, um, Don. <laughs> you know Don. Um, he reveals that the movie will have 135 minutes worth of music. Yeah, and pretty much Star Wars has music from the beginning to the end. So, assuming this, you know, Rise yeah, of Skywalker maybe, is going to be about an hour, 135 minutes a- at least. Yeah, um, 
if not more, because there are going to be some spots where there's no music. So 135 minutes, that, that's a lot of music. Yeah. But what I'm excited for is what they said is that <clears throat> some of the old scores are going to be kind of mixed in there. Yes. Like not necessarily like right out in the out, you know, mm-hmm. in the front, but things from the old scores will be. Yeah. Well, plus inter- the prequels. Because inter- say yeah. what you will about the prequels. They had some of my favorite Star Wars music. Duel of Fates. A Duel of the Fates. I remember when MTV put that music video out. It was a huge (laughs) deal. They played it literally all of TRL, like for the entire time. It's amazing. It was so awesome. And then you got uh, Across the Stars, which is the love theme from Attack of the Clones, which Mm. is like one of my favorites. And then Battle of the Heroes, I think, regardless of what anyone thinks of Revenge of the Sith, that last battle oh, between the fire Anakin planet. is so oh, so badass it's and, amazing. and I love how they retroactively did the whole like you know because if you if you look in, in the original films he's like oh you have the high ground Obi-Wan taught you well and then it ties back in to that which right. I, I love that's one of my favorite things about like the prequels and, and the anthology films is they've done a really good job of that we know yeah. we talked about it already but the whole like Krennic thing mm-hmm. um, and you know so I'm excited because I, I, this is kind of the, um, some, somebody else that did that was in, in Justice League. Uh, when you heard the themes of the the different characters, mm-hmm. they had little uh, like the Superman one had the old John Williams. Yes, I thought that right was actually very, 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 very cool. And Batman had a hint of the Danny Elfman 1989 theme. So yes. it was so I love stuff like that because yeah. I'm, I'm a huge music nerd yeah. as it is. That brown, brown, Danny Elfman. I actually I've gone to concerts where they just it's the, like the uh, music w- of yeah the opera just, you know That's they, they cool. just play the Danny Elfman music because he's he's unbelievable uh, between uh, Batman Dick Tracy Edward Scissorhands all those crazy movies I so, love Dick Tracy uh, I think that's one of the most so like good. underloved mu- movies of all time it was so good me and my wife just referenced it the other day because we saw somebody and uh, she she saw this girl she said she looks like uh, Little Face. Because she has a little tiny face on a big head, and I'm like, man, that's a, that's a good call. I, I like that. But yeah, this is that's I'm excited to to listen to it, to hear the new music, but to hear how they kind of intertwine those old. old oh those my old god! Teams. I just got great. sent something really funny. It's a Star Wars Sesame Street Street Joy called Ubaka, and it's like Cookie <laughs> Monster, but Chewbacca. It's kind of great. But is it? <laughs> the only problem with that is my wife brought this up. Chewbacca was kind of a dick. Oh my goodness. Ubaka. Oh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's funny, too. They don't know we're recording a Star Wars podcast right now. That was oh, just really? totally random. That was random. I like it. Yeah. Um, it, it, <laughs> he's got to be a better eater than Cookie Monster was because Cookie Monster <laughs> lost more cookies that than was, he ate. You know what? That's so true. <laughs> he, That's never, so true. And obviously, because he's probably, but it, I, I always thought, man, it's such a waste of, of, of good cookies. But so anyway. Back back to the music. <laughs> yeah, back to back to the music. Um, yeah, no, I'm super pumped. I mean, that means we're gonna get the Imperial March, obviously. Oh, yeah. We're gonna get the Emperor's theme, which I think yeah. obviously is gonna tie into where the hell the Emperor's doing in this movie. <laughs> um, I have so many theories about. It. We'll talk about it later on the show, you know. Um, but I'm really excited for this. I'm a, I'm super bummed, and I get it that it's John Williams' last Star Wars. Um, and, and I thought that the guy who did Solo actually did a pretty decent job of. Yeah, kind of having I, the feel of it, but it's John Williams. Right, this it, guy is like the modern Mozart. Right, like you said, it had a feel of it, but it nothing that made me remember it. Yes, like I can, you know, I can sing out every John Williams yeah. you know, song. Oh, but yeah. no, nothing from there really stood out yeah. like the John Williams. And, and there's not really one in the Last Jedi I could pick. 
but uh, in Force Awakens, I loved Ray's theme. Yeah, the no, that, yeah. I mean, I love all the I love the themes, but I love all the inter um, inner scene stuff. Oh, the, I mean, you know, bin- binary sunset is my favorite composed music of all time. Is that the slow one? That the I like the and it might be Leia's theme. I don't know, but the uh there's a whenever there's a love scene or anything like that, there's one I think that is Leia's theme. Is, is that I what it is? I think it's, that is Leia's theme. Yeah. It's, Unless you're it's, talking it's about great. Across the Stars from the prequels, because that's like the prequel no, 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 love no, no, theme. No, 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 not that one. No. It's from the originals. It's it's got a it's got an actual feel to it, you know. Okay. I love it. So, um, you know, a couple weeks ago, we talked about this, and we were kind of iffy on the on the details of this, but apparently it's not too far off that, that Star Wars land is sort of flopping a little bit out in California. That's what they say. Um, they're cutting employees' hours, and that's never a good sign. No, and, uh, you know, we're, before we started, I was talking with Andy here, and uh, I'm wondering if it's because of the limits that they're putting on people, though, because, you know, they say you're only going to have a four-hour limit, right. things like that. And there's not only that, you know, to me, that would affect my decision because I, I don't want to be limited to four hours. No, although I'm hearing in this article I'm reading, apparently wait times for the Millennium Falcon ride were expected to be over two hours long. They're averaging about half that, if not less. Well, that's not bad. But uh, like I said, I mean, if you hear kind of this stuff and you want to plan a trip, especially when the uh, park first opens up, there, mm-hmm. to me, there's going to be bugs. There's going to be all sorts of things that I kind of want to wait. And hearing that you're only going to have four hours to, and then you're going to get kicked out. Right. But then also hearing about all the, okay, these lines are going to be this long, this long, this long. You know, I can see where it would detract some people. Say, okay, you know what? We're going to wait six months. We're right. going to wait, eight, you know, ten months, and then we'll go. Yeah, that could be having an effect. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Plus, you got to think too. Not only do you have to pay to get into Disney, you got to pay to get into Star Wars, which is also totally different than any other park. That yeah. Had. Now, Usually, I wonder if you can buy just to get into Star Wars, or you have to go into Disney to go into Star Wars. Because honestly, I'm cool not going to Disneyland. I've been there a right. bunch. Or Disney World, whichever one's in Florida, that's the one I'm going to in right. October. Um, and and that's another thing. I do think the one in Florida will do better. Uh, probably that that one's always kind of done better though. Yeah. It's uh, nobody really wants to go out to California. It's so expensive, you right. know. It's, it, it, when you can go to Florida for cheaper and oh, still yeah. have the no, same I'm stuff. Oh yeah, no, I'm going to Fort. Like I said, Fort Lauderdale in two weeks. Yeah. My my one way ticket because I'm getting a. It's a long story, but <laughs> the ticket going there was super cheap. Yeah. Super cheap. Oh yeah, my kids live in Orlando. Anytime I fly them up, I I, I can find you know usually if as long as you look you know you can find deals, but you try to fly to L.A. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to prove you wrong right now. Really? I'm going out to LA for a bunch of meetings um, from August 28th to September 4th. My round trip ticket, 59 bucks. Well, you must have cashed I, in some points no, no. or something. So I have this app called Hopper. I've heard of that. It's amazing. You put in your date ranges, and it, every time it goes up and down, they tell you. Hmm. Um, so I got this alert, 59 bucks round trip, only one layover on the way back, not even there. Hmm. And it's one hour layover, and it's in Chicago. I love Chicago. Not that I can go do anything. Yeah, I was going to say, layover. Hour, but. <laughs> but my point is, $59. I got crazy. lucky. I got super yeah, lucky, and I keep an eye. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll set alerts for like a handful of date ranges. Right. Um, and it just that. It and just, if it works out, then yeah, you're going, 59 yeah. bucks. Well, so I was going out anyway. I was going to pay you know, more because I have meetings and stuff. It's right. not just like I'm not just going out, although kind of cool. I told my buddy I'm going out there, and he goes, Do you want to go see King Crimson fourth row? And I go, 
yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's a really cool way we're actually at to end the trip. That's my last that's day cool. there. That's um, cool. But um, yeah, moved, got some stuff on some pilots we're working on and some other cool things. Nothing nice. Star Wars related, but eventually one day, <laughs> one day, one day. That's what I, you know, I, as some people know, I, I do stunt work in film, and I, so I'm I'm part of the Marvel universe. I'm part of the DC universe because I get to be in Batman vs Superman and I get to be in the Punisher. Now, if I can be in the Star Wars universe at some point, right. then I can. I will die make a you the man. promise right now. If I ever get to do anything Star Wars officially related, you are the first person I'm calling. Well, I mean, I would just show up anyway, so you wouldn't really have it. If I heard that you were there, well, I would just you show up. You know what? Up. We could do the podcast live from yeah, set. I'm go. sure my producer wouldn't like that too much, but pox yeah. on them. Yeah, pox on my future what, producer. What they don't know won't hurt them. Exactly. Where'd the director go? I think he's in one of the props doing a show. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I I'm still excited to see it. I don't care. I'm one of those people who I don't care how many things I don't like from Star Wars. Star Wars is a huge part of my life, and I will never let that go. Oh, yeah, I'm um, the same way. Because you know how I feel about The Last Jedi. Everyone knows how I feel about The Last Jedi. But I'm still so excited for The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I'm still oh, God, so yeah. excited. I am not one of those people who was like, oh, The Last Jedi wasn't, nah, I'm not going to see Solo. Forget that. I'm going to go see Solo. Yeah. And I did, and I liked it quite a bit. I, I enjoyed Solo. I absolutely. really like Solo. I, the we'll, guy, have to, we'll have to get more in-depth on Solo in one of our future episodes. Absolutely. I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. My dream is for us to get Land, um, Billy D. Williams or, and, at the same time, Donald Glover. Oh, I know it's a pipe dream, yeah. but actually in a few weeks, the video we'll be showing in the midi- middle is I wrote a parody of This Is America called This Is Cloud City, oh, nice. and they're animating it down at the other end of the office, and so we'll have that to throw up there. Cloud City, something else designed yeah. by Ralph McQuarrie. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Fun fact for those who don't know, real name Bespin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because I mean, they have... I always liked the, their their ships, those two pod ships, the little, ships, pod the little ships. orange uh-huh. two pod. I don't know why. It's and just, I will it's say always... that as much as I, the uh, special editions, a lot of that stuff is like. Meh. There's two things in the special editions I love: how Bespin looks, how they added like that dusk sort oh, of yeah, the really yeah, yeah, orange. Yeah. I love that, and then also I really do like the new Ewok song at the end of the, <laughs> you know, the da na 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 okay. na. <laughs> I mean, they they took one of the worst parts about uh, Star Wars and just amplified it. But all right, little teddy bears singing. All right. Well, they're not singing necessarily. It's just different music. Well, there's somebody singing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, But uh, no, I'm really interested to see. I really do think the one in Florida is just going to do gangbusters. Yeah. Yeah, because um, that, and that's another thing. I would, I probably wouldn't go to the California one. I would wait, you know, wait until the, the yeah. Florida one. Obviously, I'm waiting regardless. But uh, if I were to pick between the two, I would wait and go to the Florida one. Yeah, basically, I was like, I need to go to Harry Potter, and I need, <laughs> and I need to go to Star Wars. And I, and they're like, why do you need to go to Harry Potter? I'm like, I need a wand. And they're like, if you're getting a lightsaber, why do you need a wand? I'm like, what kind of question is that? That's two different universes. Totally different. When universes. you're in one universe, you need one. Oh man. I know, right? You should just probably turn around, those people look at the out. guy in the Detroit hat named Corey, and you tell him. Uh, see, I was gonna say I should, need both. You should remove those kind of people for that negativity. You know, remove them from <laughs> your life. But Corey, just get better. All right. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So um, now we're moving on to debating the wars, basically, where we talk about stuff that we could maybe agree on, but probably don't. But not theories. This is more okay. like uh, you know, instead of like who are raised parents, this is. Who do you think the strongest Jedi is? And in fact, that's the one I want to start out with. Who do you think the strongest Jedi is? Because in the prequels, we're told Mace Windu is a, ma- Mace Windu is a master lightsaber guy. Mm-hmm. And then we're told that Yoda is the strongest in the Force. So 
who's the strongest? Is it Yoda? Is it Mace Windu? Is it someone else complete? Is it Anakin? I, I've always because said, his metachlorians were way more than Master Yoda. Oh man, you said the M word. Oh man, we're gonna have to get a, a button in here oh, with something to. We have the cough zap. button. Yeah. Well, I, I can't control yours. <laughs> you can't though, control but, my cough button. Fair uh, enough. I, I've always it to me. It's it's got to be Yoda. Um, yeah, that, he's you know. you know what other Jedi lived as long as he did. But that's a species thing. But but is it? I don't know. They've never written anything about Yoda's planet. Exactly. The most we've ever gotten was Yaddle in, in Phantom Menace, and then never popped up again. Yeah, exactly. So we don't know for sure. But uh, to me, he's always been the strongest. He's always, um, and he survived. You know, he's been able. He was able to survive everything that went yeah. through. You know, I, I just think. And plus, he. Do you think he's stronger than Palpatine? Oh yeah. Who's not a Jedi, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Well. Yeah, that's you know I never really thought that. Yo, know, because I was thinking he did beat him in battle. Yeah, he did beat him in battle. Granted, Yoda did disappear to make it seem like he was dead, but but that's smart because yeah. he had to get out. He, well, he had to, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he was but, being you know, smart. It's, it's it? one of those. Yeah, I know. As far as raw power, I think that plus two. I mean, you know, Yoda was able to stop was able to stop uh, Emperor's. Lightning, right? You know what I mean. That's true. He was able to stop it and do that little Mace Windu was Shuriken and then throw it back at him. Got he me, <laughs> yeah, he basically did a Street Fighter move to him, yeah. caught it, and sent it back to him. Pretty so much. I, I would have to say Yoda. But then you got to think too. I mean, uh, granted, we're, we try to stay away from the EU stuff, but you, you got to think that Luke probably ended up becoming one of the stronger ones because in continuity, he's the one who pulled that Star Destroyer down on Jakku. Right. Like, from space. Right, right, right. Which I want to see in a movie. That would be pretty so cool. So badly. Like, that would be so cool. But what happens, you know, in Last Jedi and everything like that, who does he have to come to 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 get him back on track? It's always Yoda. Yeah. That guess, yeah, Yoda. that's very true. Although, Yoda also apparently is now like Mother Nature and can control lightning. But... Well, I mean, yeah, if he can catch lightning, I, I think he should be able to control it. Absolutely. Fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> You're just proving my point more and more. I'm just giving you all of the, yeah, yeah, right. What's two plus two? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, um, um, and but, what's cool about, you know, and that was, was one of the cool things about the prequels. We got to see him actually fight with a lightsaber. You got mm-hmm. to see him. You got to see him flipping around. That's one of the coolest a, movie moments of all time. Yeah, like absolutely. I have never seen an audience react in the theater like that. Like <laughs> guys, like everyone's standing up and cheering and like going nuts. And it was, it, and they still like they threw a little bit of humor because he's walking with a cane and then he just drops it. And it's like That's all of a sudden he doesn't need a cane. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was just oh, fantastic. God, I love it. I love it. But uh, so moving on from strongest Jedi to favorite battle in the wars, uh, I'm I'm individual battle. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking like Hoth or Geonosis. Well, because I was gonna say the opening battle of like the third movie or because if it's an individual battles, could be lightsaber battles. Well, could be giant say. space battle. It's between two: the Hoth, uh, the Hoth ice, you know, snow world battle. All that is just amazing to me. It's always something that. I, I, you know, the at-ats and mm-hmm. the snow speeders and everything. That was just so epic and such on a huge scale. I absolutely love that. The only thing that could possibly rival it, and a lot of people don't like the movie, but the fight with Qui-Gon uh, and Darth Maul. The Duel of the Fates. The Duel of the Fates. That yeah. was, 
I, I, I love watching that because mm-hmm. Ray Park did an, is an oh, amazing, amazing, amazing action actor. Amazing. And the stuff with the lightsabers, like, that was the only thing about the original Star Wars is not enough lightsabers. <laughs> I, I agree. Because, like, when you had, when you finally had awesome lightsaber stuff, it was like, holy crap, yeah. I've wanted to see this forever. So that fight, even though I'm, I'm, I still would never, uh, never really like the way it ended. Uh, I think yeah. it, I think Darth Maul got punked out, but th- leading up to that was amazing with the, and the music and and mm-hmm. his lightsaber. I mean, that was that that's one of my favorite yeah. battles. That's the only thing that can rival the, the Hoth battle to yeah. me. Yeah, no, I you know it's funny. I agree with you. I actually think the three lightsaber battles that end each of the prequel films are the three best lightsaber mm. battles. In, in the entirety of the films, I was really excited when I heard that the guys who did the raid were doing the choreography for The Force Awakens, yeah. and then they really didn't let them do anything. And I was like, I wanted to see some crazy raid-style lightsaber stuff. Although that fight in the throne room with the 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 red, oh, gorgeous! <sighs> as yeah. much as I do not Cin- like the Last Jedi, that is a gorgeous, gorgeous, Cinema-wise, gorgeous yeah, lightsaber scene. Unbelievable look, and then and the fighting too. Being a stunt guy, I appreciate good fighting and. Yeah. The fighting involved with it as well, with the uh, them going back to back and fighting them, it, you know, it was just it was fantastic. I, yeah. that, I I watched that probably six times. Loved it. Absolutely, absolutely. So last thing, real quickly, before we get into this video, we're going to show, which is the season two trailer for Star Wars Resistance. Nice. Is Death Star good idea? Bad idea. It's a good idea in theory, as long as you don't let the plans get out that you have one little thing that can blow up the entire the entire thing. And then it happened again in the Force Awakens. Somehow they got the plans. They, I don't know, but it's, it's, uh, it's a great theory. Yeah, as long as you don't have that that little spot that you can. Right. Well, it's funny, too, because my buddy was like, well, they did one, it didn't work, and they had a second one. It's like, well, if you watch the prequels, they started working on the second one at the same time, so it's kind of, but uh, (laughs) yeah, so so we got the trailer for season two of Star Wars Resistance. I'm super pumped to check it out. Um, You know, the first, it's funny, the new shows, like that and Rebels, didn't do it for me at first, but then the more and more I watch it, I'm like, it's it's Star Wars, you know? But uh, yeah, let's let's take a look at that, and then we'll hop back in and uh, do some chatting about some theories and such. Everyone back to the Colossus! Stabilizer's here! Use a little help! Get us into space in huge risk! Our only way to escape. It's going to be hard to keep this nation together with the First Order at our backs. We're running low on everything. Food? Water? Even fuel? Please, be patient. We're in the middle of a war. And you can thank your captains for that. The Colossus deserves a new home. We have to work together if we're gonna survive. We only take orders from one tyrant, Captain Kraken. <laughs> Tabra, if you are to rise in the ranks, I will require your total cooperation. Yes, sir. She is key to finding the Colossus. Finally, we will wipe them out. Fail, and I will see to your execution personally. They're everywhere. Entire planets are just giving up. It's just like the Empire when I was a kid. How did they know how to find us? Yes, get as far away as you can. There are bounty hunters who might be coming. (gasps) Just act casual and keep a low profile. I was a spy. 
I'm a master at keeping a low profile. Most impressive. I trust the Aces can handle this. I think she's the one in charge. Ooh, you're quick. What is this place? I don't recognize all of these symbols. It's a power source from an ancient time. Faison has returned. <laughs> the resistance is proving to be stronger than we anticipated. I got him. We're good to go. Punch it. If you are not capable of dealing with them, then I will find someone who can. Yeah. It's pretty rad. Right? I think so. I got to say that when I saw the trailer for the first one, I was like, I don't want to watch this at all. And then I watched it. I really liked it. Because that's, I, I, I've never watched it. I didn't even know I'm all that seeing uh, Kylo Ren actually tells me now what time frame it's at. Yeah, it's about the start of the resistance and like the, the difference between the rebellion and the resistance and the for, how the First Order came to power and all that stuff. Um, but it's definitely cool to see they're bringing Kylo Ren in. Yeah, well, when I saw his ship at first, that was, you know, I saw that, I'm like, ooh, that's cool, but are they actually going to have him? And yeah, sure enough. Yep. Uh, so so you liked the, the, the first one? It, it grew on me. It was okay. one of those, like, same thing with the Rebels. I thought the first season of Rebels was kind of meh. But by the time the show, I was hooked. Yeah, I was so hooked. I think w the thing with Star Wars shows is that when they're starting something new, at least recently, is they have to build these new characters up. You have to understand right. who these new characters are. But the second that happens, all right, we're tying it into everything you know and love. Because right, like the right. stuff with the like, Clone Wars towards the end and uh, the Rebels towards the end, when you brought back Vader and you had Ahsoka fight Vader, and there was you you tied in all these things like Yoda and the Guardians of the Wills and like all the stuff that was like really cool to fans. Um, so I'm quite excited for that. It's apparently this is only the last. This is the last season. That's what it says. It says conclusion, so they're only doing two, the two seasons. I so. have to imagine it wasn't as big of a hit for them as Rebels was. Well, yeah, um, yeah, probably not. But also too, I mean, it could show that it was a little bit bigger of a hit than they expected, though. They they may have only expected to do one season. And, that's true. You know, I don't I don't know how it ended. So yeah. I, I don't know how they did that. But that's very true. Very, very true. It looks cool though. It's um, visually, it looks great. I like the the, the animation is different than it's Rebels. Anything else they've done, yeah, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, a lot bigger eyes. Like, it, yeah, yeah. It, it looks really cool though. I, 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 that was the first thing that I noticed was the animation on it. But. Yeah, because because the, the first season they had Poe on there and Leia was on there and and whatnot. It oh, looks really? Like, it looks like there's a gold phasma. You see that? that guy? Yeah, that's I a wonder, dude. Though. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah, like a dude. Yeah, yeah, I wonder who that is. I wonder if they're just as you. Never mind. <laughs> um, but um, so yeah, that'll be cool to see when it finally comes out in October. Is it October? It's October. Yeah, October. Yeah, 6th, October. yeah and Phasma. I mean, they they got the voice. Almost, sounds almost. I think you know, it is like... actually Gwendolyn Christie. Oh, is it? Really? I think it is. If usually, I'm not mistaken, they, they don't get them. To, um, recently, to do that, they've actually been really good about that. Like Lando and Rebels. That was Billy D. Williams. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think wow. that's really cool. Well, yeah, Billy D. Williams is also one of the one of the ones that you know. 
He doesn't have as much work as some of those other ones. I'll just say it that Get way. Get him in touch with me. I'll give him all the work. I will hire him to be Lando, walk around me all yeah, day. Right. Just record Cult 45 commercials As long for as me. he's wearing a cape. Damn straight. <laughs> um, so, yeah, now on to what in the wild world of Forest, where we talk about some Star Wars fan theories. Um, and it's it's funny, you know, we've been kind of just prosing our own, or posing our own, but I read one online that really, really interested me. Um, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure if it has any credibility or anything. But this guy on Reddit basically said that um, that Luke was actually killed by Kylo Ren when he attacked the Jedi Academy years ago, and that basically, um, so he and he had to learn how to turn into a Force ghost. So he got stuck in this like Force plane and then basically manifested himself. Right. But yeah. but from what it sounded like to me, only to Ray at, yes. at first. Yes. And that's why, because then later on, because I started thinking about that. I'm like, well, no, but he was seen by, you know, by C-3PO. He's seen by Leia. But that was later on after, yeah. you know, you know, and then he was younger, too. Yeah. So it was almost, uh, you know, he was the younger, cleaned up uh, right. <laughs> Luke. So Well, it's interesting because this po- person poses that Luke's not some asshole that doesn't care about his friends. He's a confused ghost that's disconnected from the universe of the living. I kind of like that. The chances of that actually happening, slim to none. Right. But it's but, an I mean, interesting theory. I mean, I did, I did say last week or two weeks ago when we were doing this that I, I think it's very possible that we could find out that the Luke on that planet wasn't the main Luke, and that if the Emperor's involved, right. that the real Luke is being captured by the Emperor still. Uh, to me, I think that, that's I mean, a bit far-fetched still, too, but... To me, I think what's happening, though, a lot, with a lot of this is uh, people don't necessarily like the way that Luke acted. Hell no. Not Rick. even Hamill did. So, I think a lot of people are coming up with theories to excuse why he was... <laughs> and they're they're just throwing stuff, and they're hoping that maybe, maybe something will stick, and then Maybe they'll use that, and they'll explain why he acted the way he did. Um, I don't think it's anything. It's a cool theory. I like it, but I don't think it has any any weight to it whatsoever. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I'm humming at this next thing I just found. It's actually really interesting. It's a theory about how Plagueis let um, Palpatine kill him to be part of his essence so that he could come back later and that Snoke was actually Plagueis but that was a rumor I heard a while ago mm-hmm. I don't think there's any validity to it but I will I do find it really interesting you know normally in, and ever since Marvel sorry Disney took over Star Wars they've been kind of taking that Marvel approach so I found it kind of suspicious that the second that they, they really started so all of the EU stuff's out of continuity but they did a reprinting and a big push on the Dark Plagueis novel. Hmm. Why? Why? Right, if right. you're getting rid of the EU, why are you going to do a big push on a character that technically, outside of one speech in Episode 3, is not really canon? Right. So we'll see. Um, I really yeah. would have liked that, honestly, if Snoke was Plagueis, because I, I just don't like the whole Snoke's just some dude right. thing. Some, sometimes, though, with these theories, though, too, I, I think sometimes it's people at Disney that are actually releasing these these theories, you know what I mean? I, I, it's I, possible because there's just I mean there's so many of them. Most of them are just absolute BS and just stupid stuff. But then you find something like this that actually sounds like it could you ah. know, could have something to it. Is Trevor out there? Okay, that makes sense. Hey, buddy. So <laughs> this guy's name is Pyre. 
the gold phasma. P Y R E. Yeah, P Y R E. Like a like a funeral pyre. Um, yeah, like he it. is a human male who served in the first order as a stormtrooper commander during the era of the New Republic. Okay. There you go. And okay. he's just he's like the opposite of a uh, of a phasma. <laughs> yeah. They just um, they were like, man, the chrome the chrome stormtrooper outfit really came off good. Let's make a gold one now. <laughs> right. <laughs> we have silver. What else can it we do? It is kind of a cool stormtrooper outfit, to be honest with you. But you know, it's a bit gaudy. I do like phasma. I do like the chrome oh, one. Phasma's so cool. But the gold one, I think they're just you know. Like I said, they're like, oh, Phasma looks cool. Let's try something. Right. Basically exactly like that, but just a different color. So, um, you know, rumors have been coming out recently that we're going to find out who Ray's parents really are. My question is, who do you think they are? And does it even matter at this point? I don't think it matters. I don't want it to. I don't want him to find out. I I loved, that was one of my favorite things about uh, his, uh, Ren's uh, speech to, to Ray, Kylo Ren's speech, where he's like, your parents are nobodies. They're they're nothing. He's like you're nothing, right. but, but not to me. So he, if you make them somebody now, if, you know, if you make the the you know the parents somebody now, to me it, it kind of keeps that why he was able to talk to her and like kind of reason with her, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, he is a Sith, and he could be lying. But he's not Sith. He's not Sith. He's not. He's well, he's at something the end of different. that movie. But then apparently not because Sith troopers are popping up in the next movie. <laughs> well, Although yeah. apparently. The rumor is, is that actually they're gonna the Sith troopers are gonna be part of the Lost Fleet, mm. which pops up in the Rise of Skywalker, which apparently will be led by Thrawn. Oh, really? That's the rumor. Wow. Um, I love that because that ties back into my favorite set of books from the EU, which I know we're not gonna really talk about, but my favorite Star Wars books were the Thrawn trilogy. Right. And that's a <laughs> huge part of the Thrawn trilogy is the Lost Fleet and the Dreadnoughts and all that stuff. And I mean, at the end of Rebels. You know, Thrawn's still around. He's right. in hyperspace, which is, I guess, Star Wars time travel. <laughs> yeah. But he's around still. They didn't kill him off. He's, it's like Superman's version of that glass thing that they stuck in. in the, oh, yeah. you're talking about the, uh, the Phantom Zone? Yeah. The, yeah, he folded into the freaking, yeah. like, thing just, just floating, like, flew away. Just floating through the space. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I, I, I kind of agree with you to a point. Um, and I don't need it to be Ray. I just need a Skywalker. I just need right. a Skywalker. I don't care who it is. I don't care what it is. See, I I'm just the opposite, need though. a I don't Skywalker. Want, I don't it's the Skywalker, Skywalker family saga. Right, but they have to open it up now. They have to, and that's, that's what they kind of open up the door with, uh, you know, at the end of uh, Force Awakens, or um, Last Jedi, when you see the kid grab, because... That anyone could be the Force, right, or have the Force, but, you know, that kind of touched on the prequels, though. Anyone could be a Force user. But this is supposed to be the end of this this saga right so it's supposed to be the end so let it be the end let the skywalkers be done and then move on from there to, see to, to i me. was i was sort of hoping that they would end this part of the story and then maybe 20 years from now we come back to it which probably will end yeah, up happening will anyway, um because i need to make a star wars movie. right <laughs> <laughs> that needs to happen i need i need to get kevin feige on the phone and make a marvel movie and then i need to get whoever took over for kathleen kennedy over at star, at star wars to <laughs> Just, you know. Good luck with that. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me up on Twitter. No, I'm um, But um, so the next thing is what's up with Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker? I'm sh- I've been racking my brain about this for weeks. I don't know. Right. I really have no idea. It, you know, it could be one of those things where it's the cloning stuff. Mm-hmm. Because that's not even just in the EU. That goes back to the prequels. Right, and, right. And, you know, that's not. it's something that is, I think, 
I think a lot of stuff from the EU is going to make its way into Rise of Skywalker because I think JJ knows that he needs to do everything in his power to give fans almost exactly what they want. I understand right. Ryan Johnson wanting to be, ooh, I'm a filmmaker. We're going to subvert the tropes of Star Wars. I get it. I get it. I get it. And I love him as a filmmaker. I personally think if they gave him another Star Wars film away from the main story, it would be amazing. Well, isn't I, I that really what the do. plan was? That this, this next trilogy... But he's not doing it, though, anymore. Yeah. Oh, his, not no, anymore. they're not doing okay. his trilogy anymore, apparently. The next trilogy is the Game of Thrones guys. Mm. Um, and a lot of people think that's going to be the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, I've heard. I have heard that. That's the that's the big rumor right now, which would kind of make sense with yeah. them and everything. Even though I know everyone's really well, not happy about the way Game of Thrones ended, I don't care. I yeah. actually, I kind of like. She liked how Game of Thrones ended. Well, you're wrong. So anyway, <laughs> um, but <laughs> no, I mean it. it, it uh, shoot, I had a thought. Well, I mean, as far as Palpatine, like you said, also too, there could be a Plagueis thing in there. Yeah, you know where, where it's we're made to believe that it's Palpatine. Oh, but then we find out that's it was clever. Plagueis was, you know, basically puppeting. I didn't think him about the whole that. time. That's you know what I mean? Ooh. And then that would wait be a way to introduce introduce him, but you still because he's still kind of a part of Palpatine. So right. Well, because if you a, think about it, Plagueis is really what set everything in motion. Right. Even though it wasn't in the movies, he's what set everything that we know in these movies in motion. So what better way to end it? To bring him back, yeah. That would be kind of cool. I think that would be really cool. That would be cool. And if you haven't done this yet, Star Wars, do this. But uh, (laughs) no, as far as uh, the Old Republic, too, is uh, like you were saying, it makes sense because it's a lot easier to make content with something that already exists, characters that already exist, lands that already exist, than to start something all brand new. Yep. So, yeah, they could take an existing storyline in the universe mm-hmm. and then go with it and it's a lot easier than coming up with something completely brand new because oh, that's I completely agree because that's going to be the challenge is we're all so used to this saga and these characters even the the offshoot stuff was all about these characters basically now you're going to try to introduce completely brand new characters yeah and you're starting over from, i mean you had that base of the star wars fan but you're basically starting over from scratch yeah so uh that would make sense to use something already in the universe and then go from there yeah but we'll see that's very true for um hmm Ian really? likes to look up theories while we're talking. No, it's an article that just popped up, actually, in a, in a upcoming Star Wars canonical book. Apparently, Luke kept in touch with Anakin's Force Ghost. Oh, really? Yeah. They just, they summered together? Or? I guess. <laughs> like, on the weekends, they on did the karaoke weekend, you know, together. Some beach balls, <laughs> stuff. Tossed some balls around, yeah. like father and son. They never no, got to do true. that. Um, that's interesting. That's And that's... That's a theory. That's no. That's a thing. That's happening. That's really? coming up. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think that's kind of cool, actually. Ooh, that makes me scared, though. That we're gonna see Anakin. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. It doesn't make me scared that we're gonna see no Anakin. Cr- hating Christians and Anakin. See, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me, unfortunately. Yes, because I'm literally. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh no. In this preview page about Force powers, we get confirmation that Luke kept in touch with his mentors after Return of the Jedi, and the Force Ghost is in fact still Hayden Christensen. <sighs> anyway, onto some kind of. Uh, news. You know what? I'm gonna forget that I heard that, and I'm gonna just gonna watch the movie with, uh, you know, the same 
eagerness that I had before. I'm cool with that. I will too. <laughs> so on to our last thing, the merch of the week. Oh my god. How I, cool have you seen this? I'm so excited for this thing. How freaking cool is this? It's a Star Wars arcade machine. It's five hundred bucks. And it features all of the classic arcade games from A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. But the biggest thing for me is it's a stand-up arcade, and it looks just like that original Star Wars game that... I don't know if you ever played it. I have. But I'm old. Oh, I've as, played it. I'm old AF, as oh, a kid I've played all of them. <laughs> so I remember this in the early 80s playing this video game. It's all just... Too, it's just... Lines, yeah, the lines two, like two-dimensional yeah. lines. It, it's it's horrible uh-huh. graphics, but it was one of my favorite. And I, before I even saw this, I was talking with somebody about favorite arcade games and stuff like that. And this always has been my favorite. Um, the the you know you have the the joystick, but it's like the the controller. Yeah, uh, with a two hand a two-handed joystick. Mm-hmm. Oh man, absolutely love it. And it looks just like the old it one. It looks. I'm so excited. I you know actually, and five hundred bucks is not bad. No, not it's bad not. for a stand-up arcade with that many games. No, on. it's funny because I found a. Um, I found an old school. Um, it was um, oh, what was it? Uh, Ninja Turtles in Time. Oh yeah, and it was like two grand, and I was yeah. like, oh. I have a buddy that's got a, a couple of different arcades uh, games in his basement, and they're they're expensive and they break easily. That's what I've heard. I've heard they break down really easily. They break easily. I think the reason the one that I found was so expensive was because it was refurbished with like a new screen and new insides oh, yeah, and yeah. everything. So like they were saying it should last another like ten years. I mean, they break so much that a buddy of mine actually learned how to fix them. He learned how to change the boards out and stuff because they would break so much. So now he's got a, a couple cabinets that it's like one is like the old X-Men game. And oh, he can and he boy. can and he can change the board out. This just popped up. Uh-oh. Resistance was in fact canceled. Really? They did not choose to end it. They are getting canceled. Huh. Interesting. That's why they said the conclusion. Yeah. All right. That's very interesting. But yeah, that's Has anything Star Wars ever been canceled? Besides the uh, The Christmas Christmas special, special? that's it. (laughs) I don't know if that was so much canceled as like erased from existence. Canceled from uh, history. People's memories, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Um, But but, yeah. Dude, this thing, I'm, man. Uh, If my wife is listening, uh, my birthday is in November, Christmas (laughs) is after that. All right. Oh, man. That that brings us to the end of uh, another episode of Let the Wookiee Win. That's uh, woohoo! Yeah, woohoo! And uh, and uh, you know, some bigger and better episodes coming up. We're, we're trying to line up some really, really cool guests. Some of the voice actors from across the shows, and some you know, some people from the five hundred first, and we'll make some headway on that in the very near future. But Absolutely. I'm super excited, and also. Yep. Yeah, uh, well, and don't forget the uh, social media stuff. We've got the uh, Instagram and we've got the uh, Twitter at Wookie Podcast, and also let the Wookie Win Podcast at Gmail is our uh, email address. But uh, yeah, if you uh, if you're listening to this, you're probably a comic comic book fan, a Comic Con fan. Uh, so Monroe Pop Fest uh, used to be Monroe Comic Con. Yep. Uh, to make sure that they don't get sued, they changed their name to Monroe Pop Fest. <laughs> so I'm going to actually be appearing as a guest there uh, September 14th. It's going to be at the MBT Expo Center in Monroe. Uh, they got some cool guests, actually. They got the, 
what I'm really excited for, Tyler Maine. Yeah. Tyler Maine's awesome. I got to meet him at uh, Astronomicon, and uh, really cool guy. I like him a lot. And uh, for you wrestling fans, Kelly Kelly is going to be there as well. And Arvell Jones will be there, yeah. too. Yeah. Arvell is always He's yeah, a friend, he's, of the, friend of the network. He's a good dude. He's amazing a, he's, he's guy. He's all, all the comics. Cons, he's such he, a nice guy. Yeah, he's done so much stuff, too. Yeah, he actually just won a bunch of awards recently, yeah. which is kind of cool. And he has his first comic coming out in a while, which is I think is really awesome. I'm super pumped for him. Yep. So September 14th, go to Monroe Comic dash con.com for more info uh and also too with me you can hit me up on social media at j adam stunts pretty much everywhere twitter instagram all that stuff but yeah come out and see me yeah. and uh say hey yeah absolutely well i'll be coming so all right i'll see you there but uh, yeah thanks for stopping by let the wookie win an unofficial star wars podcast we will see you next week and may the force be with you later I do love that music. <laughs> <laughs>